0: What is up you guys welcome to another episode of Constance the podcast I'm your host Constance Annan. and if you are new here this is the number one daily show in the world that's right new episodes drop every single day and do not forget that if you're listening in on podcast streaming platforms you can head on over to YouTube search for Constance the podcast and there you can watch your girl how are you guys doing on this lovely beautiful Sunday doing great, doing good. I am doing fabulous. I woke up, I did a little bit of things that I needed to do for my personal life. And then I got up and I cleaned my bathroom. There is nothing better than a clean bathroom. Like I'm always irritated when I'm in there scrubbing, like that's a full workout. But at the end, I step back, look at the bright white clean walls and clean toilet and clean sink. And I feel good. All right. It's nothing better than taking a shower in a clean bathroom. I love it. So, you guys, um, it was on as y'all can tell from the title, it was on my spirit today to get together with y'all and do a Bible study. So, I want to actually start with the book of Psalms. If you're not familiar with the book of Psalms, I always grew up thinking that the whole book was written by David and it's a compilation of different poems, hymns, and um praises dedicated to God, right? I when I did some research, according to Google, David only wrote like half of the Psalms. And um, there were other authors that contributed to this book of um, praises to God. Um, just thought I'd throw you guys in on that. Anyways, we're going to start with Psalm 1. Okay. Uh, I have a funny story about Psalm 1. Not really funny. I just have a story about it. When I was younger, I grew up in the church. Wasn't a pastor's kid, but I was definitely in the church every Sunday. I went to a Pentecostal church and it was an African church. If you are African, you know Pentecostals get down with the Lord. They love God. And so... I cannot recall if it was my parents or if it was the Sunday school teacher. Somebody was like, Constance, pick a memory verse and you're going to, you know, um, present it in front of the whole church next Sunday. And so I ended up picking Psalm 1 and I memorized Psalm 1 from front to back. It's only a couple verses. I memorized the whole thing and the following Sunday I got up in front of the church. I had my microphone. I was probably like, I was probably like, 7 or 8. I was really young and I got in front of the church and I you know, I recited the um shoot it was supposed to be a memory verse. I recited the whole chapter and I remember I did it with such conviction, like I was a pastor, super cute. I always loved the Lord, even when I lost the light of the Lord, I still loved him. So anyways, we're going to do um, Psalm 1, we're going to go over it. It's really short, so I'm going to read it to you guys and then we'll go over it together, okay? So as y'all know, before I get into the word, I love to pray, so we're going to pray. Father, God, thank you so much for this beautiful Sunday. Thank you for our lives, our homes, our health, our family, our sanity. God, thank you for everything. And most importantly, thank you, God, for another day that you have given us to indulge in your word, to indulge in your love. God, we thank you for everything. And I just ask that you guide me as I read this, open our ears, hearts and minds to receive your word, God. And I ask that I am able to interpret, excuse me, this text the way you have intended for me to do so. God, we love you. God, we appreciate you for all that you have done and all that you will do. And God, we just we are just so blessed to serve a God as great as you. Okay, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. So let's go ahead and get into the text. If you don't have a Bible, never fret, never worry. You can always open your phone and just Google The book or the verse you want to read I go to BibleGateway.com and that's where I read my text I do have a Bible but since I'm always on my phone it's just like let me just read it on my phone so I encourage you guys to read it along with me I always say this look just because somebody is telling you that that's something God said you need to go confirm it for yourself I'm big on forming your own relationship with God so don't ever just take my word for something don't ever just take somebody else's word for it go into the Bible get into that text yourself look at it with your eyes and come up with your own interpretation because my interpretation is no better than yours you know and let me also say this i say it all the time but i ain't nobody's pastor so i'm just reading and giving y'all what i think based off of what i read again get into the word yourself form your own relationship with god and come up with your own understanding all right you guys let's get into the word so this is psalm 1 i'm reading from the king james version and it goes a little something like this Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteous for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous but the way of the ungodly shall perish. All right, so that's um 6 verses we're just going to break them down. Verse 1 I mean it straight up just tells you. Blessed Blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the way of the sinners, nor siteth in the seat of the scornful. I had to look up what scornful meant. Scornful was kind of like mockers per se. Um, so I think that's pretty you know, straightforward. We get into verse 2. And I think for me, I like to focus not so much on what not to do, but what to do because I feel like in doing what needs to be done um, as a follower of Christ, that'll pull me further away from doing that'll pull me further away from anything that I shouldn't be doing. Right. Okay. So verse two talks about how you should be as opposed to what you shouldn't do. And in verse two, it says, um, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law, does he meditate day in and day and in his, excuse me, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law, doth he meditate day and night? So there it clearly communicates that as a follower of God, You should just be meditating on God's word, consuming God's word, indulging in God's word, becoming familiar with God's word. And like I always say, forming that relationship with God. I feel like when you get into the Bible and you begin to read the Bible and have your own understanding of the Bible, that allows you to form a relationship with God because this gives you some insight on how God communicates with others, on how God has worked in other people's lives, just giving you some insight on the God that you serve. I think it's important that if you form a relationship with God, you should know him. And of course you can see him maneuvering in your life. But I feel like for me, reading the Bible has allowed me to see how God can show up in so many different ways, which has made it easier for me to recognize God's presence in my life. Right. Okay. So verse three. So this is about the person that is in delight of the law of the Lord, right? It says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in season. His leaf shall not wither and whatever he doeth shall prosper. I think this is a heavy verse because when I, I mean, not even when I, just in general, you know, you scroll on the internet, you're spending time on Instagram, you just living your life. Everyone talks about having the business plan. Everybody talks about having the marketing plan. Everybody talks about networking. Everybody talks about all of these things, but it's very seldom that you come across some quote that'll say something along, along the lines of tapping with God, get right with God, become familiar with God's word. This, this verse, verse three, lets you know that in consuming God's word and meditating on God's word and following God's word, whatever you do shall prosper. And then it gives you this analogy of being like a tree planted by the rivers. That bringeth forth fruit into the season like a tree that is always plentiful, healthy, always bearing. You know what I'm saying? And all of that goodness is a result of following God. Verse 4 says, the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff with the the wind driveth away. I had to look up what chaff meant. Chaff is like trash or just seeds, just meaningless things. Like just worthless. Okay. And so if you are not walking with God and consuming God's word and meditating on God's word and forming this relationship with God, you are like chaff. And verse five goes on to say, first of all, let me say, you are like chaff that the wind drifteth away. Like you can just easily be moved. That's another thing to take in. And when we look at verse three and it talks about being planted, a tree being planted by the waters, like nothing can move a tree, especially a healthy tree. Nothing is shaking it. So beyond, sorry. So we're just focusing on three real quick beyond whatever you're doing, Prospering you should also note That you won't be moved you won't be shaken. nothing can shake you because you are with God uh, We get into verse 5 therefore the ungodly Shall not stand in The judgment nor Sinners in the congregation of the righteous Just a reminder that If you you know you're doing these ungodly Things or you aren't Walking with God You'll be seen as ungodly and um, That ungodliness has no Room with the righteous and the righteous are those that follow God consume God's word verse six for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous but the way of the ungodly shall perish and I think verse six is just a reiteration of verse four. Uh, where it says the ungodly are not so but, the chaff, but like chaff that the wind driveth away. You just can be easily moved. So I think all in all, after I read this, it's just a reminder to continue to consume God's word, to continue to walk with God, to continue to follow God, because all in all, in serving God and moving with God and walking with God, you will not be moved. You can't be moved. Again, you're going to be like a tree that is planted by the rivers, that is always bearing fruit and that will always prosper. This low-key a bar. I always talk to y'all about it. I'm like, in Psalms, there's heavy bars, and that was low-key a bar. Um, Beautiful poetry. Um, I think that's really all that I gathered from it. I'm interested to know if you guys have gotten any other interpretations while reading it or hearing me read it. Again, I think you should be reading it. Um, That's pretty much all that I got from it. Pretty straightforward. I think all in all, just a reminder, again, to continue to keep God at the forefront. Move with God. Earlier this week, we talked about tapping in with God. Like, get right with God before you think about anything else as it pertains to um, this journey that we're enduring, whether you are a creative, whether you you know are pursuing your dream job, whatever it is, make sure God is at the forefront because it's going to be God that gets you from point A to point B. It's going to be God that makes sure that that business, that that job, like nobody can shake you. It's going to be God that Again, holds it down like a tree planted by the river and is always bearing good fruit. Okay, you guys, super short episode, but I think we read a word. I hope that this word has fed you and um, it has definitely fed me. I hope you guys have a beautiful day. I don't think I'm going to get on live tonight at 9 p.m. I'm going to be on live throughout the day. Like I know I'm about to get on live right now. I don't know if I'm going to be on live at 9 p.m. But what you guys need to do is you need to turn on my post notifications so that you know every time I'm on live. Because I get on live throughout the week. And you don't want to miss a Kiki and t. and um just so you guys know tomorrow we're going to resume word association and kiki and tt and as we always do i love you guys i appreciate you guys follow me everywhere leave me a review and a rating and i think that's all i have to say don't forget the description box below whether you're on youtube or whether you're on apple Podcasts or whether you're on spotify wherever you are listening to this or watching this the description box below has everything i need you guys to do from advice column submission links to if you want to be a guest forum it's a lot okay Tap in and do not forget, I do love giving advice. So give me a call if you need advice, 240-587-3186. Again, you can click the link down below in the description box or my Instagram bio at Constance The Pod. That will take you to my advice column and there you can leave a written submission. All right, I'm tapping off. Stay blessed. And uh, I pray that uh, we all continue to remember to keep God at our forefront. front. Peace. What's up, you guys? I had to come back real quick because I was reading the word, like rereading it. And verse one stuck out to me. Something else that I wanted to bring back to you guys. So verse one, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. This language communicates that blessed is the man that does not hang out with the people that do things that are ungodly. We, I have talked to y'all about it on several different occasions. Birds are the same feather flock together. You're hanging out with the ungodly people. You may as well be them ungodly people. You got to be keen about the people that you hang with. Y'all know when we are reading about Job, I have pointed out that um, it's important to have friends that know God's word. And I think when you surround yourself around people that don't, you're likely to fall into them. I mean, that's what this text is pretty much saying. Um, And as we read in Job, Job having... I believe it was Elihu in that circle that could fill everybody, and not even just Job. All of those friends have an Elihu that could let them know, like y'all are not right on God's word. Y'all don't know God. To have that friend that could put you in the right direction is also good to have too. So I feel like I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, but I think y'all get the correlation. And then something else that kind of stuck out to me is that when it when this chapter makes reference to those that are godly it speaks about it as if you were by yourself which I don't know if that was intentional but that that was something else that dawned on me understanding that like it may be a solo journey but that's all that it needs to be because the relationship is solely between you and God um oh this just came to my mind I don't know if this let me try to say it the way it's up in here okay that journey with God may be solo or maybe lonely because it is just you and God that's y'all's own relationship and hanging around people that do f god believe in god following god's words may have an effect on you because like I said birds of the same feather flock together but at the end of the day It's still just your, you have to form your own relationship with God. It's in you being delighted in God's word that makes you like a tree. Not your brother, not your sister, not whatever. But it also hits because it's like, if you are hanging with those that are ungodly, you may as well be ungodly. So being mindful that effing with the sinners makes you a sinner, that verbiage is kind of hard to hear. But it's raw and it's real because like we said, birth to the same feather flock together. And I think all in all, maybe the reason why this text doesn't state that like hanging with, how can I say this? Maybe the reason why this text focuses on your relationship with God is a solo thing because you have the will to follow God if you want to, if you don't want to. So just because you hang around me and I'm praising God all the time doesn't mean you are going to praise God all the time. But by God's grace, you have the choice to choose if you want to praise God all the time or not. You get what I'm saying? I think. I hope that made sense. It just hit up here. And I was like, I got to come back and say it. I got to come back and speak on it. What do y'all think? How did y'all interpret it? I really want to know. Um, I'm taking a one more look at the text to make sure I don't have anything else to say. But when we get to verse five, it does say, therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. So it does make a reference to The righteous being a congregation and a group. But at the end of the day. I think I really just came back to let you guys know that. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Verse one is just very clear. You hanging with them, you might as well be them. And if you're not with them, blessed is ye. Okay, now we're going to end it for real. Peace.